everyone, I'm Ari Meglin here with Petrol Poli and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 125 and this week's question is, what do you do with old story ideas? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy our episode, please do give it a like, write a review, share it with friends. Seriously, people, please leave a few likes. It really does help. It helps the algorithm to send us out to more people. And we really do need to reach more people so they can hear our nonsense. It's so important. And, you know, if you don't like it, what you should do, you should just mute us. But leave the tab open. That helps us too. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> We're scamming the algorithm. I love it. It's so bad. Anyway, on to the episode. Okay, so we're talking old story ideas. And let's be honest, unless you are a brand new writer who's just fresh-faced in the stories, you are gonna have some really old story ideas. I don't think I've met many writers online who haven't started when they were younger. Even if they started, gave it up, did other things, and then came back to writing later on. So many of the writers I have met are writers who started when they were young which means they are just like us and have tons of old story ideas, scenes, notes, maybe even full manuscripts that are just sort of lingering. So what do you do with them? Now, originally, I would personally print out old notes and scenes, you know, on my dot matrix printer and stuff them into folders. And then they would languish in the back of cupboards because that's what you do. Now I am a little bit better. I do give them code numbers and I file them nicely. So they can languish in a filing cabinet instead. But if they are really rubbish, I do try and toss them. It doesn't always happen. <laughs> and I'm sure there are writers out there who are nodding along because it is so hard to part with stories or ideas or notes that might turn out to be okay. Most of them probably won't. Because it's really hard having written something to just chuck it. And I do believe there's probably two categories. I think there's the, the writers who are just like, ruthless and just chucking everything they don't like you know they'll delete a scene and it's gone none of this delete it from the manuscripts and save it for maybe a bonus or for maybe reusing it they're just slicing and dicing everything's gone and then there's the other group where i am where every little note is like no oh, i might keep it you never know <laughs> it's like, i wrote it when i was seven it's gonna be great one day no it's not not when i was seven not now definitely not now yeah i, I do probably end up keeping most things I do believe that there's been times when I have scavenged through old pieces of story, which is why I do recommend if you do have old story ideas or story scenes, notes, manuscripts, pull them out every now and then and have a route because I have pulled scenes out and even characters from old books and stories that I decided weren't going anywhere and have put them in new stuff. And they fit really well. It might be because I mostly write fantasy, so everything kind of interchanges with fantasy. but. I might have been that I really loved the scene. You know, all those scenes where you read it from like 20 years ago and you're like, I don't remember writing that. Bloody girl, that's really good. You do get the odd gems in there. And that's why I like keeping things because you can find things that even if they're not perfect, you can put them in a new story or you can rework them. Maybe they could be a flash fiction. Maybe they could be a novella. It doesn't have to be, oh yes, it has to be a full 90,000 word manuscript. Doesn't have to fit into your newest trilogy. It could just be a little bit of a small story. Could be a flash fiction that you give as a bonus to your newsletter subscribers. So yeah, I, I am of the of the school that you should keep a lot of your ideas, especially kind of slightly meatier ones that you can rework them. Or if you're ever really struggling, having a block or or if you overwork yourself on one project and you need to like 
clear your head and get away from it, you could pull out some of these old stories and create a whole new story. And obviously it might be a take you away from the manuscript you're working on, which isn't good. But at the same time, it can move you off and maybe give you a bit of a spark of ideas and get those juices flowing again. Because we all have those moments when there's no juices. <laughs> sorry. I couldn't help myself. I had to say it. I'm sorry. Oh, my mind just went elsewhere. And I'm going to just move on and respond to what you said. I started writing when I was 10 years old. Obviously, my writing was like top tier for sure. Definitely. I'm pretty sure. And that's almost the same thing as certain. I mean, like you, I, a lot of my old stuff I did have printed out. Well, I do have printed out and they're actually in a drawer underneath my bed. I know exactly where they are. So I do have them tucked away somewhere that will probably never, ever see. Well, I shouldn't say probably. They will never, ever see the light of day, but I can't part with them. I have the very first novel I quote. So I'll quote novel because it's probably not even technically a novel. But I have that. That's under my bed. It was the first manuscript I ever completed. And I'll look back on it every once in a while. I don't do what you do. I don't like take little bits and pieces from scenes or dialogue or anything like that. Because really, none of it's good. Absolutely none of it. But what I like to do is I like to pull it out every once in a while and reread some bits of it just to see how far I've come and how much I've grown in my writing. Because seriously... That manuscript should just burn. Uh, the, the, it's not It's not a good, not good at all. But compared to my writing now, especially when I get imposter syndrome and I'm, I'm writing and I, I feel like I'm having a really bad creative day and all my writing just seems to suck, I will go back to that manuscript and remind myself, you see how awful you used to be? You think you're awful now, you're way, way better. You might still be pretty bad at writing, but you're way, way better than you used to be. So that that helps. So yeah, so I have that manuscript. I think I have a couple of other manuscripts that I've written that might be under there, or they're not full manuscripts, but I, I worked enough on them that I did print them out. The ones that I didn't work a lot on or that I just never printed out for some reason, I end up deleting them which I know that's a huge no-no because you're supposed to keep your writing. And as Ari said, you can obviously take like bits and pieces from it, from an old piece of writing and put it in your new writing and just, you know, rejuvenate it, whatever the word is. But I do delete them because I always say that I'll go back and look at it and I know I'm going to end up going down a rabbit hole. So I end up not. And every once in a while, whenever I clear out my computer or my Dropbox or my external hard drive and I see old writing that I haven't touched since the early 2000s or, you know, 2015, which that was a while ago at this point, yikes, I just end up deleting it because it's just taken up space. And uh, I haven't like there's so many stories that I haven't thought about in years and I'll look at it and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to do anything with this. So I just delete it. And better yet, there have been times where I've had files that are titled a certain something. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is. And I click on it and oh, lo and behold, it's a short story. And I'm like, I, I don't remember writing this. I don't remember the title. I remember absolutely nothing. I, ha I have documents that I that were titled something and I click on it and there's literally just the title 
Like I was about to start something and I never did. And I'm like, I don't even know what this title was for. I don't know what the plot was supposed to be deleted. So yeah, I have a, a few, few old stories that have a place in my heart that are printed out in a binder underneath my bed. They'll never see the light of day. They're only there just to give me a little boost when I feel like my writing sucks. Otherwise they tend to get deleted. I actually like that using it as kind of a boost to remind you how much better you are because it's it's like when you start writing you're you're rubbish I don't care what anyone says there might be the one in a million person who like incredibly writes perfectly the rest of us no we write crap 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 and then it gets better and it kind of there's a nice like line as it goes up and then eventually you plateau a little bit and any further increase is a lot smaller. It's like if you work out, I say this as someone who rarely works out. If you work out, your gains are usually quite good at the beginning. It's like as you as you get used to it. And then eventually you sort of plateau. And so if you're like weightlifting, you can do a lot more weights early on. And then it gets to a point where you hit a certain level and it plateaus. This is what I hear from people who apparently do work out and do weights. I don't do that. So I am just parroting other people. So I could be wrong. Well, actually, they could be wrong. And I'm just being wrong by parroting it. Anyway, I digress. What was I saying? <laughs> My roundhouse is lost. Give me a minute. I'll get it back. <laughs> yeah. But the point being is you can you can kind of kind of crap but you are going up and getting to a, a good level but when you hit the plateau you don't always realize you are still improving it's just not as quickly and sometimes it can get a bit stagnant and you can sit there going well I'm not getting any better it doesn't feel like it's doing anything but looking back even on the time when you were going up with your skill level because you were writing all the time I assume you were writing all the time you can still look back and go wow I am so much more impressive with my writing with my structure with my character development with my world building so yeah that is really important and that's a good thing and I'm just going to kind of piggyback off that I remember a couple of years ago it might have been 2018 2017 I can't remember I think in 18 where there was a, a phase that went through the um, social media with artists and you would see a lot of artists where it's like you know here's my artwork from like 10 years ago and then here's my artwork now and you would see you know they put them up next to each other and you get this comparative and you would see like wow the 10 year difference now they may have done that with writers too I never saw that but there's nothing to say that if you you know start putting loads of books behind you that you might not want to share with your fans early writing you might want to do a reading of one of your really bad early writing things as a bit of a bonus I would love that with some of my favorite writers if they did an event where they read some of the like trite that they wrote when they were younger, well before they got published. I would love that. I would think that's hilarious. And I would also think, wow, I, can, I appreciate that because that's where I felt. I felt my writing has been naff. And these people who are like, wow, they're so great. They were like that too. So I think there would be a point to be able to give that to fans or bonuses or do an event and have that as like a, a little bit of an extra. So this is another reason why you might want to keep some of your bad stories. You No, and that's actually a really good idea. I mean, honestly, I've been working on George for since 2011. I was about to say 10 years, but we're in 2022 now. Uh, so it's been longer than that. And I actually still have the first draft. I don't even know what draft I'm on right now. I've lost count, but I have the first, I have every single draft I've ever written. They're either on the computer or some of them are printed out. That would actually be really interesting to do as a bonus whenever I do inevitably publish it. I can uh, 
here, here's the first draft. Here's the very, very, very first chapter that I ever wrote for this story. And uh, so I can just send it to anybody who sends me bad reviews. They're like, yeah, you, you want to see bad? This is bad. <laughs> Your opinion sucks. No, I'm joking. I'm just joking. But I, I think what you said about like trying to, you know, clear, clear space is important. I, I also have way too many hard drives and I have a laptop full of stories and my PC is now filling up with stories. And then I have things that I printed that I got rid of the digital copy. Why? I don't know. But then I still have the physical copy. And then you mentioned Dropbox and I realize I have a Dropbox that I haven't looked at in like so many years. I don't even know why I store on that because I only got a small amount. So I just filled it and then never went into it again. So that's something I need to talk about today because I don't know what's in it. It's a bit of a weird one because I do think you should delete certain things because Rachel's right. You don't have space for everything. And it's like, how much real estate do you want to give up on your computer or your cloud or your house by storing old stories? But at the same time, I also believe that some things should be kept. Like Rachel says, she has her like original first um, manuscript she finished I totally get that I have my first manuscript that I finished I even put it in like um I got these portfolios that's what they were called like portfolio binders and so they're like hardbacks with plastic sheets that are like, like built in and I literally put them all the scenes in these books and they're stacked on top and then it's like you know lovely dark red and um they're just in archive now <laughs> they're just sitting in a cupboard at the back now I would never get rid of that it was a bad story. There's good elements in it. There's parts that I really like and I might steal them for something else. But the original will always be as it is and it will stay there. There are some other scenes I've kept. I have tried to be a bit more ruthless with smaller whittly notes that don't mean anything or ideas that now have been taken on by somebody else and have become a, like a box office hit. I'm not saying that if I'd have written mine, it would have become a box office hit. No, not at all. But now it's too close and it's like, yeah, there's no point me keeping that. So I'll just trash it. So I think it's a kind of a balancing game, isn't it? It's yes, I think you should keep some things because you just don't know if you're going to be able to use them again, if it's something you could give as a bonus just for that nostalgia of knowing your your older story and also to, as Rachel said, giving you that nice, like, wow, look how far I've come. You know, that's why we look at old photos, isn't it? It's why you look at photos from when you were a kid. It's not because we enjoy it. It's literally like, oh my God, look how bad my hair was. Whew, so glad I've passed that phase. Things like that. Um, and it's the same with the with the stories. So yes, I do think you need to get rid of stuff. I also need to think you need to keep some stuff. So if you're one of those ruthless people that just trashes everything, I would suggest maybe try and keep a few pieces just just for a bit of memory and also because you just never know when you're going to use it. But then for everybody else like me who's keeping everything, let it go. Maybe just sort of like remove the death grip you've got on some of those old scenes and put them through the shredder. Maybe just a thought. Okay, with that said, We'll end this really bizarre episode uh, and turn it over to you guys. What do you do with your old stories? Do you keep them? Are you ruthless and just trash them? Is this your first story so you haven't actually built up any um, excessive amounts of old stories to be stored? We'd love to chat about it. So as usual, put your answers in the comments below. If you want more of the Mary Writer podcast, be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube or wherever you're listening. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Merry Writer Podcast for bonus content. It does help to keep our show going and we really do appreciate the support. In the meantime, tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of The Merry Writer Podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Sticky Notes. Our walls are covered. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.